and uh, change lives, change hearts. And uh, we have young ladies going to play the offertory for us in just a little bit. And uh, we won't make her nervous, okay? <laughs> Amen. But uh, we do want you to be praying, praying for our nation, uh, praying for each other, praying for, I'd ask you to be praying for Brother Ron Bixler, if you will. Uh, he's in the hospital and has a very, uh, has a sore spot on his good leg and uh, doesn't look good. So be praying, if you will, for Brother Ron Bixler at this time, if you will. Let's go to the Lord in prayer tonight. Our Father, we come, we thank you for your goodness, we thank you for your grace, thank you for your people, that Lord love you, Lord want to walk with you and live for you and love you. And I pray tonight that you'll get the honor, the glory from this service, pray that the Holy Spirit of God might be able to speak to our hearts, might be able to, Lord, uh, help us to walk closer to you and walk in a newness of spirit, a newness of uh, of purpose. And Lord, tonight we just simply ask that you, uh, Lord, help Brother Ron. Pray you would, uh, Lord, just touch his body and you'd raise him up. You'd be the doctors and give them wisdom that is needed there to, uh, Lord, to help his leg and help his uh, the blood flow that's there. And Lord, we just simply thank you tonight for uh, each one that's here. Pray your blessings upon us. In Jesus' wonderful name, amen. Amen. You may be seated. Turn to page 655, 655. Just remain seated and we'll sing verses 1, 2, and 4. 1, 2, and 4. There is sunshine in my soul today, more glorious and bright than glows in any earth and sky. For Jesus is my light. Sunshine, blessed sunshine, when the peaceful, happy moments roll, when Jesus shows his smiling face, there is sunshine in my soul. There is music in my soul today, a carol to my King. And Jesus listening can hear the songs I cannot sing. Oh, there's sunshine, blessed sunshine, when the peaceful, happy moments roll. When Jesus shows his smiling face, there is sunshine in my soul. There is gladness in my soul today, and hope and praise and love for blessings which He gives me now, for joys laid up above. Oh, there's sunshine, blessed sunshine, when the peaceful, happy moments roll. When Jesus shows his smiling face, there is sunshine in my soul. Amen. All right. If we could have a few men come for the offering, that would be wonderful. And um, appreciate uh, you giving to the youth. And unless it's otherwise designated, that's where it goes. And so um, appreciate that very much. All right, let's go, Lord, in prayer. Father, thank you for your goodness and mercy. And that the Bible says, follows us all the days of our lives. Thank you for our church, our church family. Uh, thank you for the answered prayer this week, Lord, for bringing us to the house of God safely tonight and for just allowing us to be uh, with God's uh, church, God's family, our, our church family, Lord. I pray that you'd be with the meeting. I pray that you'd bless the offering. Uh, thank you for our young people. Thank you for the things that we're able to do, the things we're able to be involved in for these camps and uh, this mission trip this summer and these other things. Lord, I pray that you'd just help us to get behind it. Uh, I pray you'd bless every effort and uh, every meeting that we're able to attend. I pray you'd just uh, meet the needs through the offering. I pray in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Amen.
Well, if you will, let's stand together. We're going to shake hands. We're going to sing the chorus, I love you, Lord. Uh, we'll sing it through and then shake hands and greet one another. I love you, Lord, and I lift my voice to worship you, oh, my soul, rejoice, take joy, my King, in what you hear, may it be a sweet, sweet sound. In your ear. Amen. Shake hands. While you're finding your seats, let's sing it through once more. I love you, Lord, and I lift my voice to worship you. Oh, my soul, rejoice, take joy, my King, and watch you All right, we'll take your bulletins out if you would, please. And a few announcements. Uh, I had mentioned on Sunday, um, I got a, a message uh, or talk to actually Hope Rains. This is Alex's mom, Alex Jackson. Many of you remember Alex Jackson uh, from several years ago in our church. Went over to live with his mom in Charlottesville, Rutgersville area. And, uh, of course, he's graduated from high school, been working a job, and he has joined the Air Force and so he's leaving, like, really soon. And so um, they're having a going-away party this Saturday and a sort of a, a shower. He just got married, got a little baby on the way. Um, and so uh, it's going to be Saturday uh, the 2nd from 2 to 4 uh, over in Charlottesville. And so um, 90 Lily Drive is the act. It's actually Rutgersville, 90 Lily Drive. And so I believe uh, some of us are going over there just to try to be encouragement to him. And, uh, and so it's been a long time since I've seen him. He stopped, stopped by here uh, every once in a while, but hadn't seen him in a while. And so be praying for him. And uh, if you want to uh, give anything to that, you can. Um, or I think, I don't know if they're registered anywhere. I hadn't heard that. But I'm sure you could find something online there uh, if you look up Hope Reigns, if you're on any kind of social media, all right? So please remember that. And then um, don't forget we have our scripture assembly Saturday. And so about, what's it, 9.30, Pastor? Yeah. 9.30. And so we'll get all that set up on Friday evening, and um, we'll be ready to go. So uh, I think we have, uh, whatever we did last year, we upped it just a little bit. And so, um, but not by much. I think, I think we did uh, 9,000, I believe, is what we're going to try to do Saturday. And so um, put 9,000 booklets together, John and Romans. And so uh, we need all the help we can get. And we've had some good teams the past couple of years, and it's moved pretty quickly. And so um, if you'll be a part of that, that would be great. 
and we appreciate all the help we can get on that. Um, and so if you need any more information about the mission trip, uh, you, you weren't able to be in the meeting on uh, Sunday, see me on that. Uh, we've got an Easter egg fundraiser going on, and so uh, the peanut butter chocolate covered eggs. And so uh, if um, perhaps you're at a business or perhaps um, you could sell some of them and that could go towards the mission trip. I know some young people are doing it for camp. And, uh, and so others are doing it for the mission trip, but perhaps if you want to take a sheet and maybe in a business somewhere, sell them. Uh, if you don't have a young person that's going to camp or if you're not going on the mission trip, uh, we can put that in the pool. that help us. We've got a couple more fundraisers coming up to help on the mission trip, uh, a chicken dinner. Then we're going to be selling some car wash tickets uh, for the Tidal Wave. And by the way, it's going to be a really good deal on that. So how many of you guys have ever been through the Tidal Wave? Yes. Yeah, a lot of you. And it's a great car wash. And so um, it'll be some really good tickets uh, on that. And so, uh, and then we'll do um, uh, the Easter egg fundraisers. That'll be that'll be good. But um, please remember that. Um, how many of you guys know who your? I shouldn't put you on the spot like this, but who your state delegate is? Um, let me just mention this to you, okay? I put some sheets down here um, for our state senator, okay, in 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 District Three, and then our state delegate, which my delegate is Ellen Campbell. My state senator is Chris Head. So this covers, uh, these areas cover, uh, for the delegate, it's uh, uh, parts of Augusta County, Rockbridge County, uh, parts of the cities of Stanton and Waynesboro. It's how the, the line's drawn. So how many of you guys know if um, Ellen Campbell is your delegate? Okay, she's your delegate. All right. And so she voted for this gambling bill. She voted for it twice. Okay. And so I talked to her office this week, and we've encouraged her when this thing comes back from the committee uh, to vote no on it, okay? So uh, pick up one of these sheets. It's got her name on it. And we weren't mean and nasty about it. I mean, we just told them we were opposed to it, and we want her, if it comes back to her desk, to vote no. Um, and so we've got about 117 pastors signed up on a letter to the governor if it gets to his desk to veto it. Um, I got a message uh, today from Brother Tom Alvis from results of uh, Brother Byron and Tom and another pastor being up there uh, on, on Tuesday, uh, yesterday, and so they, they had some really good success up there. Uh, many of the congressmen are voting, going to vote no if it comes back through on, on the changes, so that's a, that's a good positive thing. So it would be good if it don't get to the governor's desk. So we still need people to call. So if she is your delegate, and they're getting hammered, and that's good. They need to be getting hammered. And from the righteous side of this, telling them it's not, it's not what we need to be doing. And so uh, the phone number's on here, uh, her, her uh, Fairfield office, and then on the back is the number to, um, no, let's see. Uh, no, yeah, the, the number's on the front for the Capitol and for her Fairfield office. So call the Richmond office. That's the number that I called, okay? And just let them know, hey, uh, you're, she's in your district and you're opposed to this gambling bill. If you need some, um, some information about it, I've got information about it. I can make you copies of. Because um, sometimes they try to give you the runaround. Oh, it's, it's going to be good for schools and good for this and good for that and hogwash, all right? <clears throat> and so uh, I think uh, one of the representatives told Pastor this week when he called that, uh, oh, she's against it morally. Well, then why did she vote for it, okay? Anyway, um, and so um, anyway, so pick up one of the sheets. I also left one down there for our state senator. I've talked to their office. He's against this. Okay, and um, so, and I feel bad I haven't told you this sooner. And I just assumed uh, when I looked over that list, I didn't see her name on there, and I overlooked it. And um, and so she did vote twice for it. So let's try to work to get it overturned and do your part there. All right, there, listen, we need to pray for our governor um, because uh, there's a lot of bills that's going to be coming to his desk. I've got I got two today from Family Research Council. Uh, about bills that he's going to have to veto and react to. There's just crazy stuff going on, all right, uh, about the family, um, uh, about uh, gay marriage, uh, about uh, all these things. Uh, the gambling issue is one of them. Uh, House Bill 174 and Senate Bill 101, this is a, 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 a bill the governor must veto. So we need to pray that God will give him the courage to do that. There's going to be all kinds of bills coming to his office or to his desk that uh, aren't good. And so please be praying for him. Pick up one of those uh, sheets down here if uh, Ms. Campbell is your uh, state delegate. And, uh, and hey, call, call Chris Head if he's your senator and say, hey, thanks for standing against it. We, we need to encourage him that way too, all right? But I can, if I can help you anyway, please see me on that and uh, I can get you information uh, if I can, all right? Don't forget, we got a lot going on in the month of March that starts. We've got our missions conference coming up. Please be praying about that. 
um, our Fill America event, the 23rd through the 6th of April. And then uh, our Easter Cantata, we'll mention those things a little later. But happy birthday this week. Um, we already got Donna. She was on Sunday. And then, uh, so Karina's got a birthday on the 1st. And then Lauren and Brandon. Brandon and Lauren have a, an anniversary on the 1st. So congratulations to them uh, on an anniversary. All right? All right. Why don't you stand with us one more time? And uh, Tony's going to come and give us another song. Hey, 648, 648. We'll sing all three verses. Jesus, my Lord, will love me forever. From him the power of evil can sever. He gave his life to ransom my soul. Now I belong to him. Now I belong to Jesus. Jesus belongs to me. came down to bring me salvation, lifted me up from sorrow and shame. Now I belong to him. Now I belong to Jesus. Jesus belongs to me. Not for the years of time alone, but for eternity. From sin that long had enslaved me, his precious blood he gave to redeem. Now I belong to him, now I belong to Jesus. Jesus belongs to me, not for the years of time alone, but for eternity. Amen. 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 Well, we certainly want to go to the Lord in prayer. We've already mentioned a few, Brother Ron Bixler, and uh, of course, we need to be praying for uh, Jack's hand that it'll heal. Uh, Brother Arnold uh, has surgery next week. Brother Dan uh, Williamson has surgery next week, so we need to be praying for them. Uh, continue to pray for Miss uh, Geneva, if you will, that God would help. And uh, I, I guess, uh, you know, when you think about this um, uh, gambling bill and all these other bills that are going uh, before the governor, uh, listen, you don't, you and I really can't grab the pressure he's under. He gets it from everybody, every side. And when I was talking to uh, Ms. Helen Campbell's uh, office on the first of the week, uh, I told her, I told him, I said, I want you to know if, if, you know, she continues what she's doing, we will remember this on election day. Just kind of put it on the bottom line for her. maybe they'll understand that, you know. And so uh, let's, let's be praying to God give our, 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 our senators, our congressmen and, uh, in the state of Virginia a change of heart on this thing, if you will. And then be praying for our governor, if you will. God would help them, uh, help him and Attorney General, uh, that the Lord would just work in their lives and help them tonight. Uh, be praying, if you will, for our missionaries. I tell you, uh, the world is a crazy place. And we, uh, tonight, of course, I'd, I'd ask you to remember Richard uh, Jacobs uh, planning a church in Nashville, and they have an opportunity to buy some property. And, of course, uh, they must have the uh, $391,500 uh, uh, by April the 5th, and so be praying for that, that God can help them. And then uh, the Puente brothers over in Spain uh, have opportunity to, uh, uh, to buy 
uh, a new building, uh, $620,000. It's got about 13,000 square feet in it. And uh, you'd be praying that God will supply the need there. They have the option of renting to buy, all right? And I'm not going to go into all the details. But you'd be praying that God will help these young men. Uh, doing tremendous work there in uh, Spain, and we're thankful for them. But uh, yet they need some help, need some encouragement. And so you be praying that God will uh, provide for uh, that need tonight with them. Amen. All right. Now, now of course, be praying for our, our people that are downstairs, our students are downstairs. Be praying that God will help them and uh, as they uh, teach and work and learn and uh, help them to be planting the seed of the gospel. You know, the, the seed of the gospel doesn't have to be real big. Just keeps planting it, working it, sowing, watering, and, it, and hey, uh, it'll bring forth fruit, okay? So let's be praying, if you will. And then you'll be praying for our Sunday school teachers on the Lord's Day. Uh, they need your prayers. You need the practice. Amen? So remember them in prayer, if you will. I remember Brother uh, Dan Hummel and uh, his uh, group of people that will be coming with him for Scripture Assembly and then uh, for Sunday here uh, on, on this uh, wonderful day, the Lord's Day, and we look forward to it there. Uh, be praying also, if you will, my wife's not feeling well tonight. I know Ms. Diane Williams is not feeling well, so be praying for her. Ms. Diane's not doing well. And uh, so be praying for these uh, ladies tonight, if you will. All right, any prayer requests tonight on this side here tonight? Ms. Donna. praying for Stephen Barbara Harvey that uh, God will just touch their bodies after all these uh, surgeries that they've had. All right. Anyone else? Anyone else? Brother Russ. Amen. Amen. Be praying for Brother Curtis Fultz and uh, his needs with his father and so forth. And then be praying, if you will, for our nursing home ministry. Um, just a wonderful opportunity there. But there's always great challenges with, with something of that nature. So be praying for the people at the nursing home and those that, that go uh, every week to the nursing home. All right, anyone else? Anyone else over here? Ms. Chelsea. Brazzles uh, in Australia uh, need a visa approved. So be praying for them, if you will, that God will help them uh, their permanent visa. All right, anyone else? All right, Miss Kathy. Uh, I want to thank everybody who's been praying for me. Amen. Uh, I got a call today that says uh, that they told me that the lady decided not to sell her house. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. So you're packing ready to go, sir. Amen. That's great, isn't it, Ms. Kelly? Amen. Praise God for that. Amen. Uh, I tell you what, that makes you shout. Amen. I'll tell you what, I hate to think about moving. And, phew, uh, that's awful. Praise God. All right, anyone else? All right, Brother Rick. All right, unspoken. Amen. All right. Anyone else? All right, Miss Teresa. Unspoken, all righty. Amen. Oh, wow. Anybody else? Anybody got any praise items? Amen. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Pray for uh, our nation, our leaders, that they'll stand with Israel. Stand with Israel. You say, well, Brother Edward, why should we stand with Israel? Because there's blessings from God. Amen? All right. 
Amen. Be praying for Israel tonight. Amen. All right. If you're able, let's gather around the altar and uh, uh, we'll have a season of prayer. Brother Tony, if you would, you can close us in prayer tonight. Amen. Father, I thank you for the privilege that it is to be able to come to your house tonight and gather around the altar. Father, bring our petitions before the only one that there is that can make a difference. Father, I thank you that you are who you say you are. Father, I thank you for all of your attributes, for your holiness, your righteousness your love and your mercy and your grace. Father, I thank you that you're concerned with us. Lord, I thank you for your great love. Lord, that you demonstrated there at Calvary with your son, your only begotten son. Lord, that you gave him to pay a sin debt that we couldn't pay. Lord, I owed a debt to you that was impossible, Lord, for me to pay on my own. But Father, I thank you, Lord, that you were willing to go and to pay the debt, fulfill the law, meet all the righteous demands of God the Father, because you were God the Son. And Father, I thank you for your precious word, Lord, that's everlasting, that's eternal. Father, I thank you for the power of it. Lord, that it changes lives. Lord, it's changed my life. And Father, I thank you, Lord, for the sweet Holy Spirit of God that indwells us. Lord, that teaches us, that guides us, that gives us light. Lord, of the Word of God and helps us to walk as we should, convicts us when we're wrong. And Father, I thank you for this church we're able to come to tonight and Lord, help us to never take it for granted. Lord, help me never to take it for granted. Lord, but be as the psalmist said, it was good when they said, let us go into the house of the Lord. Father, let us always take opportunity and advantage of the open doors. Father, tonight, Lord, we've heard many requests. Lord, there's many people hurting. Father, tonight I think of Brother Ron. Lord, the need there and the issue with uh, these places on his leg. Father, I pray that the antibiotics that they've got him on now, Lord, will begin to work. And Lord, I pray, pray for restored blood flow in that leg. And Lord, you'll just give the doctors wisdom. Father, we're just asking you to raise him back up. Be with Lisa and just help her. Meet every need there, Lord. Encourage him. Father, we think of those tonight that have cancer and kidney disease and, Lord, lung diseases, just different diseases that's riddling their bodies. And Father, I pray for them, Lord. I pray that you'll ease the pain that they have. And Father, uh, just uh, encourage them. Father, raise them up. Lord, when we see these things, and we often wonder why, but Father, help us always to understand that we can't lay evil at God's foot. Lord, uh, you created man and put him in a perfect environment to live forever. But Father, it was man that rebelled. Man bore the consequences of that. 
Father, all the things that we see, the chaos and the sin, the rebellion, Lord, is all because of sin. It's all because of the choice that man made. But Father, I thank you, Lord, that we don't have to live in sin. Lord, we've been given victory. Father, we've been given power over sin because of being in Christ. Lord, tonight for our missionaries, Father, I pray for those, Lord, that Chelsea mentioned that uh, needs these visas to go through. And Father, I pray that you intervene there and work. And Father, we think of those in Nashville that need this building. And Father, the rest of the money that's out there, Lord, that uh, needs to be raised. Father, I pray that you'll supply that need. Prove yourself mighty. Father, for the Fuente brothers there in Spain that has the opportunity for that building. Lord, I pray that you'll just provide. Father, all of our missionaries. Lord, so many different needs. Uh, Lord, and I pray that you'll just uh, work in every situation. Father, for their families, their, their wives and their children. Lord, I pray that you protect them. Lord, I pray that you'll help them in the cultures that they're in. And Father, I think of the service tonight. Be with Brother Lane as he preaches. Father, I pray that you'll preach through him, Lord. Give him the message. Father, give him the power. Give him the compassion. And Lord, as your truth goes forth. Lord, help us not tonight to be like other nights, maybe in the past where we've heard it and walked out the door. Lord, help us not to quench the Holy Spirit. But Lord, allow him to dig deep into our heart, to convict us, to help us, to be a better disciple. Lord, in this dark time we live in, and Father, it is a dark day. Yes. Lord, as we read your word, Father, yes. we... I think back to Noah's day. Lord, what a dark day. And Father, even right after the flood, it got dark again because of man. And Lord, uh, we realize it's just going to, that's never going to change. Father, because of sin and man's being in Adam. But Father, help us to be a light. Lord, help us to be salt. Lord, help us to be what you've commanded us to be. And bless this time, bless the services on Sunday, bless the scripture assembly. Lord, I pray that we'll have a good showing. Father, we'll realize the opportunity that we have to uh, take hold of the word of God and have a part in, in getting these books of John and Romans to a needy people. And Father, we'll want to be here and want to uh, be a help in getting the gospel around the world. And just bless tonight and we give you the praise for it all. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. We'll take the word of God, if you would, please, and uh, go with me to Psalm chapter number 26. Psalm 26, and uh, we are living in a dark day, there's no doubt about it, and, um, but I, I hope this message will encourage you. Listen, the light shines brightest in the dark, <laughs> right? And um, we need to make sure we're letting our light shine, listen, we're the light of the world and um, the salt of the earth, and so um, as long as we're here, there's light. And uh, we can be salt, and the Lord Jesus is with us, the Holy Spirit's with us, and um, we just need to make sure uh, we don't slide, uh, that we stay in the battle. That's what we're going to talk about tonight. And uh, all kinds of people are sliding. Politicians are sliding. Husbands are sliding. Fathers are sliding. Wives are sliding. Families are sliding. Churches are sliding. And um, getting out of the battle, getting out of the fight. And so we need to make sure we stay in the battle. And so... Um, I was reading this passage of scripture several weeks ago, and uh, the Lord gives me thoughts, and I write them down. I got stickies all over the place. <laughs> I got stickies all over the place. 
and I got a big old thick pile of stickies and I'm putting notes on them and putting them in my Bible and the pastor's giving me a book to write notes in. Uh, I probably should use that better more than the stickies. But, <clears throat> but anyway, um, I wrote a lot of things down here. But anyway, let's just begin reading in Psalm 26 there. There's only 12 verses. Uh, the word of God says, Judge me, O Lord, for I have walked in mine integrity. I have trusted also in the Lord, therefore I shall not slide. Examine me, O Lord, and prove me. Try my reins and my heart. For thy loving kindness is before mine eyes, and I have walked in thy truth. I have not sat with vain persons, neither will I go in with the assemblers. I have hated the congregation of evildoers and will not sit with the wicked. I will wash mine hands in innocency, so will I compass thine altar, O Lord, that I may publish with the voice of thanksgiving and tell of all thy wondrous works. Lord, I have loved thy habitation, excuse me, I have loved the habitation of thy house and the place where thine honor dwelleth. Gather not my soul with sinners, nor my life with bloody men, in whose hands is mischief, and their right hand is full of bribes. But as for me, I will walk in mine integrity. Redeem me, and be merciful unto me. My foot standeth in an even place, and the congregations will I bless the Lord. So he talks about here in verse number 1, he says, I shall not slide. And so, in other words, David's made a determination to stay in the battle, to not slide. Um, he mentions in verse number two about the Savior's examination. He says, search me, O God. In verse number three, he says, help me to see the loving kindness of the Lord. Verse number four, set, he said, I'm not going to set with uh, vain persons. I'm not going to be a part of that. I'm going to not sit with the wicked in verse number five. I'm going to speak of all your wondrous works, he says in verse number seven. I'm going to stand in an even place, he says in verse number 12. David's made the determination that he's not going to slide. He's going to stay in the battle. And he says, I, I shall not slide. A lot of folks believe that the occasion of this psalm was the quarrel, a quarrel between Saul and David. And many of the psalms, no doubt, were probably pinned um, when David was running from Saul and discouraged. But many commentators believe it was written by David when he fled from Saul. And so he says, there, therefore, I shall not slide. I want you to notice those words are connected with the expression, I have trusted also in the Lord. So he says, he says, I shall not slide because I've trusted in the Lord. Also in the Lord, I shall not slide. And if you, if you notice in verse number one, he mentions uh, he's going to the Lord first. You know, a lot of times we don't even go to the Lord. We go to our neighbor, we go to somebody else. And talk, but David goes to the Lord. Oh Lord, in the Lord, oh Lord. Uh, he talks about there in verse number one. And uh, I circled those in my Bible. Uh, I, I think recently, I'm not sure who mentioned it there, but I circled it in my Bible. And so David's made the decision that he's not going to slide. He's not going to slip. He's going to stay in the battle. They're connected to these words because he's trusted in the Lord. And really that's what we need to do is we trust in the Lord. That's what's going to help us not to slide. That's what's going to help us to stay in the battle. Um, it's good out there, isn't it? Glad we're inside, amen. So we can stay in the battle and not slide because we stand by faith. Remember the Bible says three times, the just shall live by faith, the just shall live by faith, the just shall live by faith. And so we're walking by faith, we're living by faith, uh, we've tr we're trusting by faith. And so we can determine and we can stay in the battle uh, if we make sure that we know we're on the Lord's side, we're trusting in Him, we're believing in Him. And so David says here, I'm not going to slide. I'm not going to slip. I'm going to stay in the battle. Um, one commentator said, these words may be considered a prayer. Let me not slide. Um, being sensible to his own weakness and the necessity of being upheld in his uprightness and in the ways of the Lord by him that his footsteps might not slip. 
And perhaps we could make that a prayer. Lord, help us not to slip. Help us not to slide. Help us to stay in the battle. That'd be a good prayer to pray in the dark times in which we live. Hey, the Bible says in 2 Timothy 3 that evil men and seducers are going to wax worse and worse. It tells us that perilous times will come. There's no doubt that we're living in those strength-reducing times. But what we need to do is make sure that in these strength-reducing times, in these dark days in which we live, that we're going to determine not to slide. We're going to determine to stay in the battle. And we mentioned about all kinds of people sliding away from the cause of Christ, away from church, away from godliness, away from godly standards, away from their families, away from the ministry, uh, away from serving God like they once did. And we don't want that to happen. We need to make sure we're, we're not sliding, we're staying in the battle. Well, let me give you three things tonight I think will help us uh, not to slide. I think we can see right here in this passage of Scripture. Number one, if you're writing things down, it's in verses one through three. If we're going to stay in the battle, if we're going to not slide, not slip, not fall out, not uh, step aside, uh, but to stand and carry on in the battle in which we find ourselves in this dark day, we're going to have to make sure we have a pure conscience. It's verses 1 through 3. Look what David said there. He said, I've walked in my integrity. I've trusted also in the Lord. Thy loving kindness is before mine eyes. I've walked in thy truth, he says in verse number 3. So if we're going to stay in the battle, if we're going to uh, make this determination and stay at it and not slide, we're going to have to make sure that we keep, we must keep a pure conscience. David said, I've walked in mine integrity. Do you see it there? Judge me, O Lord, for I have walked in mine integrity. Reminds me of Job in Job chapter number two, verses one through three. And verse number three, we won't read verses one and two for sake of time. But in verse number three, the Bible says, and the Lord said unto Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and an upright man, one that feareth God and sheweth evil, and still he holdeth fast his integrity, although thou movest me against him to destroy him without cause. David said, I've walked in my integrity. Job's an example of a man that walked in Integrity, it held fast his integrity. Integrity means to be complete, together in honesty, nothing to hide or fear, transparent together. Listen, a person of integrity has nothing to hide. I love, I love the story of Daniel, Daniel chapter number six, where, listen, they, they couldn't bring an accusation against him except concerning him and his God. Yeah. Daniel was a man of integrity. Job was a man of integrity. David here said, I've walked in mine integrity. And if we're going to, listen, not slide, if we're going to stay in the battle, we must keep a pure conscience and walk in our integrity. Keep our integrity. Psalm 139, verses 23 and 24. And also our text in verse number two here. Psalm 26, 2. Search me, O God, David says in Psalm 139. Know my heart, try me and know my thoughts and see if there be any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. In verse number two here, David says, examine me, O Lord, and prove me, try my reins in my heart. So listen, we need to ask God to do a, a self-examination or a, an examination, his examination of us and reveal to us what we need to work on in this matter of our integrity. A matter, this matter of our transparency, this matter of uh, being together in honesty, nothing to hide, nothing to fear. Someone said integrity comes from knowing God. I believe it's Pastor Sexton that said it. Integrity comes from fearing God and integrity comes from living for God. Integrity comes from knowing God, fearing God, and living for God. Right there in Job chapter number 2. Dr. Sexton said this. If he said it once, he said it a thousand times. When we were in school, and I've heard him say it even 
uh, at chapels when my children were there. He said, no one can take integrity from us. If we lose integrity, it is because we give it up of our own volition. We have to make the choice. If, if nobody can take it from you, Satan can't take, he couldn't take Job's. He didn't take Daniel's. And he can't take yours unless we give it up of our own volition. We must keep a pure conscience, walk in integrity. We must trust also in the Lord. The psalmist says that in verse number one. I have trusted also in the Lord. Therefore, I shall not slide. It's connected. This matter of not sliding and staying in the battle is connected to trusting in the Lord. If we're going to keep a pure conscience, we're going to have to trust in the Lord. Psalm 2, verse 12 says, Kiss the son, lest he be angry. And you perish from the way when his wrath is kindled. But a little, blessed are all they that put their trust in him. You want to be happy? <laughs> Happiness is the Lord. It's in the Lord. Blessed is he, Psalm 1, that, that doeth these things. And you can, in your mind, well, just look at it. Psalm chapter number 1. I heard a, a preacher preach one time on uh, happiness is tied up in knots. Terry Angel in, in Illinois, and I wrote it in my old Bible. Not, it's not in this Bible, but I remember the message he preached and said, happiness is tied up in knots. Blessed is a man that walketh not. You know what that blessed? It means happy. Happy is the man. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the God, godly. Oh, ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. Happiness, blessedness is tied up in knots. Not K-N-O-T-S, but N-O-T-S. Not doing this and not doing that. And like God says, but his delights in the law of the Lord, and his law doth he meditate day and night. But blessed are they, happy are they that put their trust in him. I love Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 where it says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. We're all bad about that. Trying to figure it out, trying to work it out, trying to, in our own understanding, figure out why this happened or how we can fix this or uh, how this can be rectified or how this can be corrected. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. I, I'm praying for our governor. He's going to get hammered. But we have to just go back to what the word of God says and trust in the Lord. That it's right. His principles are right. His word is true. And everybody else alike. Hey, what does God's word say about it? Let's trust also in the Lord. Let's walk in our integrity. I'm talking about keeping a pure conscience. We must keep a pure conscience. That's what David did. He, he, he kept this pure conscience by, by having thy loving kindness before mine eyes. In verse number three, he mentioned, thy loving kindness is before mine eyes. He realized the loving kindness of God and the, the love of God and how much he loved him and what he was going to do for him one day that he would send a Savior. He was looking for that blessed Redeemer. They would one day pay the sin debt on Calvary and be that Lamb of God that took away the sin of the world. Thy loving kindness, he says, is before mine eyes. He said, I've walked in thy truth in verse number three. So if we're going to stay in the battle, if we're going to uh, not slide, we must keep a pure conscience, number one. Number two, let me back up here. I wrote this down. Bottom line, there's a battle going on for the souls of men on this earth. If you're saved, then there's a battle going on for your heart and your mind and your devotion to the Lord Jesus Christ and his word. Yeah. Satan wants you and I in order to bring reproach to the name of Jesus Christ. Did you hear me? There's a battle going on for the souls of men. If you're saved, there's a battle going on for your heart and for your mind and for your devotion to the Lord Jesus Christ and to his word. Satan wants you and I, he, he wants you and I to slide. He wants you and I to get out of the battle so that 
uh, reproach can be brought to the name of Jesus Christ. And when we get out of the battle, when we slide and we slip away, when our church slides, when our family slide, when our fathers slide and our mamas slide and our children slide, listen, it brings a reproach to the name of Christ and that makes Satan happy. It ought to just make, say, I'm not going to do it because it makes the devil happy. That's the bottom line. He wants your heart, he wants your devotion, he wants your mind. And when he gets that, you're not going to be walking in the integrity that you need to be walking in. Number two, we must, we must have and maintain proper companions. Verse 4 and 5. Very clear, David says here, I have not sat with vain persons, neither will I go in with dissemblers. I have hated the congregation of evildoers, and I will not sit with the wicked. We're not going to slide. If we're going to stay in the battle, we're going to have to keep a pure conscience. Number two, we're going to have to uh, have and maintain proper companions. A pure conscience, proper companions. Vain persons, that's uh, men of vanity. I like to say it like this, they're, they're men that are full of it. Who are addicted to the vanities of the world who pursue the riches, honors, pleasures, and profits of it. Listen, that's, that's where all this pressure's come, coming for this. Hey, th this is good for the gambling. It's good for schools. It's good for our pocketbook. I came by the, the store up here, the little old uh, gas station on the other side of the interstate, and they got a sign up. Gambling's good for small, or these, this bill's good for small businesses. Did y'all see it? Skilled gaming, yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. They don't call it gambling. They call it skilled gaming. It's good for small businesses. Why? Because it puts money in their pocket. No matter if it took money out of the family's pocket and uh, food off the table and all that other stuff, but it put money in their pocket. Vain person. They, they worry about their own profits. Um, walking in vain. Their, their thoughts, their words, actions are vain. Puffed up. Fleshly mind. They walk in the vanity of all of that. Vain persons. Dissemblers. You know what a dissembler is? It's really a hypocrite or a pretender. David said, I'm not going to be around that. I'm going to have proper companions. I don't have time to get into that, but we need to build friendships with other believers who will encourage us in our faith. I don't mean we don't talk to unbelievers. We don't witness to unbelievers. We don't... Uh, uh, have a, a relationship to some degree with an unbeliever, that's almost an impossibility in our world today. No, they need the gospel. They need to see the light of the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ lived out in my life and in your life so we can get that opportunity to share the gospel of Jesus Christ with them. But they're not going to be my best friends. Sure, I'm going to pray for them. Sure, I'm going to love them. Sure, I'm going to try to speak to them when I can. But probably we're not going to go out and have dinner together. And I'm probably not going to go to the Christmas party with all the drunks and be a part of that garbage. No, we must have and maintain proper companions. Vain persons, dissemblers, these hypocrites, they're not, they're not the kind of proper companions that we need to have. So we must have and maintain proper companions. We must keep a pure conscience. And lastly, not lastly, but lastly, we must prefer the church. I like what David says here in verse number 8. Lord, I have loved the habitation of thy house and the place where thine honor dwelleth. David loved the house of God, the habitation of God. Now, he didn't have, they didn't have the church back then. But we have the church today. Do I prefer the church? I mean, is it, is it a priority in my life? I mean, you're here on a Wednesday night. It's a priority for you. That's a good thing. But we must prefer the church. Pray for the church. Participate with the church. Put our life and influence in the church. Ponder what the Lord could use us to do in the church. I was reading through Exodus this morning thinking about a message so I was reading through some of the passages of scripture where um, Moses went back up to get the tables of stone after, the after they had got broken and 
Joshua remained down on the mountain and uh, how he was contemplating and was there, no doubt, uh, thinking about what God was doing and what Moses was doing and how the Lord could possibly use him to accomplish things for God. You ever think about what God could use you to do in the church? Pass a love for the church to our children. Passionately serve in the church. Pattern our lives after the first century church. There's a lot of things we can do to prefer the church. Listen, it's the pillar and ground of the truth. And I'm glad I'm a part of it. Uh, not always perfect. We don't have a perfect family, but we, we try to prefer the church. We try to put the church on a high plane and in a high part of our lives. If it's open, we're going to be there. If the doors are open, we're going to be there. If it's a special meeting, we're going to be there. If it's a revival, we're going to try to be in it. If we have Sunday school, we're going to try to be in Sunday school. I know I have to be here, right? <laughs> but I want to be here. We ought to be, want to be here. We must prefer the church. If we're, going to, if we're going to continue to stay in and not slip and not slide, to stay in the battle, we've got to prefer the church. We've got to have proper companions. And we've got to have a pure conscience. Hey, these are our proper companions right here. And uh, thank God for you. Thank you for being a part of the church and encouraging me, encourage my family, encouraging our pastor. And let's keep encouraging one another in these dark days in which we live so that we don't slide and so that we can stay in the battle. Amen. We need to stay in the battle. Father, help us, uh, Father, tonight uh, to, in our hearts and minds, Father, make this commitment to you that we're not going to slide. Father, we're going to stay in the battle. We're going to keep that pure conscience, walk in our integrity, walk in truth, to trust in the Lord. Uh, Father, to, to keep on believing the Lord and all his plan for our lives on this earth. Help us, Lord, to have that pure conscience. Help us, Lord, to, uh, to make sure we got the proper companions. Uh, Father, to, to not be influenced by the world, the flesh, and the devil. And those folks that are living for the world, the flesh, and the devil. Oh, they need the gospel. And help us, Lord, not to hold our head up high and our nose high like we're better than them. But help us, Lord, to realize that they need Jesus. And we're possibly some of the only light that they may see. Help us, Lord, to be that witness to them. Father, help us, Lord, to prefer the church, to love your church, to pray for our church, to serve in our church. Uh, Father, to, to practice what's preached and apply it to our lives. Give us grace, give us wisdom, uh, discernment in these dark days in which we live. Save our loved ones that are lost, work in their lives. Be with our governor, uh, Father, as he's no doubt getting hammered. Be with uh, Miss Campbell, Lord. I, I know, I believe she's a believer. I believe she's a Baptist, in a Baptist church, if I, if I remember correctly. Father, help her to, to take the right stand. Help us to pray for her and encourage her to, to do right. Uh, our, our Senator, Chris Head, Lord, help him to, to keep standing for truth and for right. Uh, thank you for our Lieutenant Governor and for uh, Father our Attorney General and for their op opposition to these things and for their testimony of faith. Lord, I pray that you give them courage. I'll be with Brother Byron and uh, I pray for Brother Tom Alvis and for Faith Winds and all these folks that are trying to do a work there, VAIB, the, the ones that are trying to do a work there. And uh, Just help us, Lord, to do our part. Help us not to sit idly by and not know what's going on and uh, to let these things go through without our knowledge and without our, our opposition if they're bad. Help us to do our part. Help us to, to honor the Lord Jesus through all these things. And uh, we ask all these things in Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen.